You know, when a mega band, now fill in your favorite name here, whatever it is, I'm going to use Metallica just because they are, I think, one of the top selling metal bands of all time. Um, when a mega band like Metallica takes the stage on one of their, you know, massive international tours and you may be lucky enough to be in the audience again or whatever band floats your boat, it's really easy to fall for the carefully constructed illusion that you are watching just four amazingly talented people at work. In the case of Metallica, it'd be Hetfield, uh, Lars Ulrich, Kirk, and Robert Trujillo. And the spotlights, they actually help reinforce that illusion. However, yes, these four musicians would be crucial to the experience, right? Without one, it doesn't feel like a band or you feel like you... Uh, you got screwed because you paid to see Metallica and now you're only seeing a couple of them. Though these four musicians are crucial to the experience, the reality is they are only one department of a large organization, right? Metallica on the album cover, it's just four dudes. But when you go see a show, it's more than a hundred highly skilled people accompanying the band Every night on tour, night after night, month after month, continent after continent, right? And these people that help them, that accompany them, they're lighting artists, they're road crew, special effects, technicians, pyromaniacs, sound engineers. And when the members of Metallica talk about getting the band together, this is actually what they have in mind, right? The reality is it's not a band, it's a battalion. They can, of course, perform for whom the bell tolls acoustically or, or nothing else matters with just a handful of instruments, a few mics, an amp. But they can't be Metallica in the way that you think of them, a way that we know them without a bunch of other collaborators, all tops in their respective departments together. You personally now, whether you're chasing rock stardom or building a business. You might not be a rock god yet, but we are all social animals, right? We we thrive on human connection. And especially we as creators, we are not exempt from this need to connect with others. So whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, that's not what this is about, right? You You get through the tough spots most frequently with the support and inspiration of people who get you. Another name for this is your community. Now, it can be rough to reconcile the need for support, right, for collaborators and community with the need to follow your own path because you're out there saying right now, well, wait, my creative calling is X and there's all these other people that I have to interact with, but man, those are sometimes divergent and it can get complicated. It can be difficult to reconcile the need for support with the need to follow your own path. And there's a great acid test I've developed. If you're walking your path and getting nowhere, I would suggest that you look toward other communities, communities of other humans who are passionate about the same things as you are and get involved. If you feel stuck, go help somebody else. Roll up your sleeves, participate, collaborate, and dive in. Now, the operating principle here, if you are one of these people who are stuck, the operating principle is reciprocity, but it's probably best to think of it more like karma. Do for others what you want them to do for you. This doesn't mean do for others in the expectation that they will promptly return the favor or be in some transactional relationship with you, right? You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. It doesn't actually work that way. 
operationally in a capitalistic society, we tend to think that, but it doesn't actually work that way with reciprocity and specifically with getting unstuck, specifically with building a community. Instead, try to do, try to give, try and be of service, be visible, be valuable first. This is a great way of jumpstarting the magic of collaboration. This is how this begins, even if it isn't immediately obvious. This is precisely another one of those creative leaps that I'm always talking about or on the show or in my writings on the blog, whatever I'm asking you to take. If you want to have more comments on your posts, more likes on your social channels, the best way to do that is to comment and like on the social channels of people you admire. You want more people to come to your events, to your art opening, to you know read your writing or listen to your songs, then go to more events. Read more books of your contemporaries, your friends, your peers. Listen to new music and spread the word about them. A little phrase I like to say here is be the fan that you wish you had. Community is obviously valuable, but it's extremely valuable to creative work. It goes so far beyond just engaging with your peers and the larger creative ecosystem. By being selective about the creators with whom you collaborate, you can set the bar high on skill, but even higher on creative alignment, on work style, and the joyfulness of their company, right? There, there is a product that is valuable in happiness, in connecting with others, right? It's not enough that the first software developer or sound engineer or choreographer that you meet who's willing to join forces with you. It's not about that. It's about actually finding a collaborator, a co-conspirator whose skills and talents are as exciting to you as you are to them. It takes effort to create a real creative match with one person, let alone all sorts. But the benefits of great matches make up for all of the effort. And let's be honest, this might not happen the first time or the second time, but it's only through looking to collaborate, to co-conspirate, to connect, experiment with others that we can find our tribe, that we can find the people who we are best suited to do this great work with. Chances are Metallica's first lighting designer is not the same one that they employ today, right? They've grown and they've transitioned. They probably went through a few people to find the person that was a great match. And the same could be true for you, right? The, the right combination in this kind of a situation, it feels a lot less like being a dog walker and more like being in a wolf pack. Now, I am the first to admit that this, not only does it sound scary, it is scary, right? Because you, you have to trust others. You have to put yourself out there. And doing so means opening up and revealing your work before this is perfect, right? You're sharing it. If you are, just take a band, for example, if you are a songwriter and you brought in someone for percussion, they get to hear your work way before the product is finished. And that's agonizing to some people, right? A lot of people I know get twisted up about this. They, they're sometimes afraid that people will run away with their amazing idea or that they will get judged right off the bat. But today's episode is here to assure you that these people don't want your idea. 
these people are not going to judge you in a way that you can never recover or that you can never connect if it's not perfect, what you share with them immediately. In fact, as my dear friend Brene Brown talks about, it's this vulnerability, this openness that will actually cultivate connection. We live in an age where novelists, for example, they make their entire writing process public online, right? If you are subscribed to my email newsletter, you can see a lot of the topics that I'm writing about in my next book. Your ideas are valuable to you because you're the only one who gets to realize them as you envision them. This is a powerful thing. This is why sharing your ideas should not be something to fear. Your ideas are valuable because of the way that you will execute them. In the case of some infinitesimally small number of projects, some non-disclosure agreement might actually be warranted, but the facts are that that is so small. The percentage of projects, of creative endeavors that need something like that in place prior to trying to grow and build, build out, develop the idea. This is why I can't overemphasize enough the value of sharing your work with collaborators. Getting the feedback of others, building connections and bridges with others is valuable for the future that you will need around feedback, around support, and I can't overstate the value of community. The idea of some solo creator who goes off into the cabin in the woods, right, for a month and then and, and returns with some finished masterpiece, you know that idea, right? You know that story that's been burned into our brains. This is a mirage. If you chase it, you're going to be up to your neck in quicksand wondering where are all those palm trees that are in the mirage. It's a fool's errand. Great artists return from those cabins eager to share their crude first attempts with trusted collaborators and peers, right? They don't return with the masterpiece. They return with scraps of paper, with ideas in a notebook, with a few notes, not the finished song. We desperately need to connect with others, those who are similar and those who are radically different from us from our influences and our interests, those who love what we do, those who will give us honest feedback, we become more fully ourselves when we are actually in a community of others. This is very hard for people to understand. And this is counter to the cultural narrative. This is not to say that every acquaintance is a source of encouragement and strength. Some folks will definitely impede our creative efforts and weigh us down with cynicism from their own limiting beliefs or life experiences or whatever. But to become a real valuable creator, to become the best version of yourself is to be willing to forge healthy, supportive, and constructive relationships with amazing people. To be able to re-examine toxic relationships and rid yourself of them and double down on those with whom you feel a possibility, with whom you feel a connection. The author and uh, motivational speaker, Jim Rohn, someone I love to reference, he once said, that you're the average of five people you spend the most time with, right? So this week, in putting this micro show into practice, choose wisely. Interact with people. Reach out. Choose wisely. But get to work building community. All right. Hey, before you go, thanks so much for listening. And if you got value from this show, 
chances are your community will too, right? In the particular lies the universal. Please share this link to the show with a friend or mention the show on social. That is a huge benefit for us in hopefully in exchange for providing value to you. I want you to know that I really appreciate your time, the attention, anything that you give to the show and the questions that you ask our guests either on social media or through my text community. All of that is pure gold. This community, like any community, is a testament to that old phrase, a rising tide floats all boats. And by elevating one another, by sharing and resharing this show, the tidbits that you learn and the experiences you take away, all of that has a collective, massive positive impact on the world. So just a quick thank you. I appreciate all the effort you put into sharing this show. All right, that's a wrap. Let's put today's episode into practice and get back to growing together.